I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We're talking again. Our bodies were made. Welcome to the Swapcast Podcast, the world's only podcast dedicated to body swap movies. I'm your host, Paul Mitzi, and with me we have Lucy Thomas and Brendan Levi. In today's episode, we will be breaking down the 2022 animated comedy sequel Hotel Transylvania Transformania, starring Andy Samberg, Selena Gomez, Steve Bashimi, and Keegan Michael Key, among many others where a monstification ray turns Dracula into a human and his human son-in-law into a monster, sending the two on an international road trip in a quest to turn them back to their original forms. But not starring Adam Sandler or Kevin James, because they didn't come back for this one. Really? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. But before we get into that, just a reminder that we absolutely love hearing from our listeners and we welcome film suggestions for future episodes. So please reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram. Send us an email at theswapcastpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to support our show, reviewing us is the best way possible. So so to say thank you, if we reach 100 star ratings on iTunes and Spotify, we will finally fulfill our fans' most common requests to review Face Off. And not directed by Geni Tartuoski. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> he didn't come back either. <laughs> yes. Oh, no. I just wanted to clear things up because at the end of the last episode, Paul like really built up how, how many people were involved in this film. And a few were not quite correct. So, Yeah, but I mean... There's a fucking shit ton of people involved in this film. <laughs> like, if you want me to go through the whole whole cast, like... Weirdly, yeah. I was like, oh, that sounds like Adam Sandler. And then I was like, oh, maybe not. Maybe it's not him. And it turns out it was like a guy doing Adam Sandler. So It was a guy. Do- yeah, yeah, exactly. There you go. <laughs> All right. So, on to Hotel Transylvania Transformania. This film is the fourth film in the Hotel Transylvania franchise. A franchise which I had enjoyed watching with my nieces and nephews but both Brendan and Lucy have managed to avoid until now. So, now having watched them, does it make you want to give movies one to three a go? Or was one Hotel Transylvania movie enough? I'd like to see the first one. I don't know if I need three more in my life, but I'd like to see the OG. I'm surprised by that answer. (laughs) So you had an okay time with it, Lucy? I mean, yeah, it was a fresh concept for a swap. Lucy, I'm surprised by your answer. And Paul, I would be surprised if your answer would be you would want to see another one of these films after this one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I just want to see the first one. I get get what you mean, because I'm like, what's with the hotel? What, like, (laughs) do (laughs) monsters come to this hotel? So I would Uh, love a little wrap-up of of what the franchise is. I wrote down, I'm guessing he finds love and has a kid. Is that what the first ones are about? And has to, like, wrestle with, like, leaving his monster past behind and becoming a dad? Or Yeah, give us a rundown of one, two, and three. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so catch us up because the f- uh, then because then, <laughs> otherwise our listeners will be confused as well as what we're talking about. <laughs> so in the first one, it's about like Dracula has this hotel where all the monsters in the world like going to for vacation, and then um, and Andy do, Samberg. Do hu- humans know monsters exist? No, no, okay. humans don't know monsters exist. And then um, Andy Samberg is backpacking through Transylvania. He's a human um, backpacker, and he stumbles upon the hotel. So he's in number one. um, He's in number one, yeah. And then it's about him falling in love with Dracula's daughter and Dracula being upset about that 
union. Then the second one is about them having kids. Andy Samberg and Selena Gomez have a kid, and it's all about that. Then the third one, they all go on vacation on a cruise ship, and that's <laughs> when, like, the Van Helsing character and Dracula's love interest come into it as well, who's Van Helsing's daughter. daughter. Right. Who is, like, the, the captain of the cruise ship, and then they fall in love, even though they're trying to, like- they're originally trying to kill Dracula and all the other monsters. Mm-hmm. So, that, so that's why she has all those like monster killing, like blimp and all that stuff. Yeah, that's the franchise. Thanks for that. <laughs> that clears up a few things. And now I, did you say Kevin James was in this as well, but he didn't come back? Yeah. Or like Kevin James was so busy. <laughs> Number one. Number two, now I remember. I remember a red carpet photo when this came out or whatever. Maybe not red carpet. I can't remember what it was. Some official thing. And Selena Gomez was wearing a gown and Adam Sandler was literally in track pants. Does anyone remember this? (laughs) Yes. We are going to post it to our socials. It's like everything is making sense to me now. Um, And how dare they disrespect Selena in this way. (laughs) Like, uh, so, did you know? Because, uh, wait, Paul, am I stepping on your toes by doing all this research? <laughs> no, go ahead. I love it. Have you, you had know? COVID again? Have you been in isolation? <laughs> What's going on? I thought I would try being prepared for the podcast. <laughs> See what I was think. But did you know that Selena Gomez wasn't originally going to be Mavis? Did you know this, Paul? No. Who was originally supposed to be Mavis? Uh, Millie Cyrus. Was Millie. originally Miley cast- Millie. Millie. Miley. <laughs> Fucking Brendan. Fucking hell, Even Brendan. when you're like, do my homework, I'm going to start turning over a new one. <laughs> Millie Cyrus. <laughs> That's like so- off-brand merch. She's like, Millie Cyrus. Yeah. So, so, so she was, she was uh, kicked out of the cast when a, an image of her posting a on on Twitter or smoking Instagram. a bong, ripping a bong or something like that. No, like eating a dick cake that she like gave to like Liam. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. And they were like, "This is very friendly." So yeah, yeah. See, I feel like that's a different time. I feel like nowadays you can eat a dick cake and be in a kids' film. <laughs> like <laughs> times have changed in those like eight years. <laughs> um, so. Brendan, apart from like being confused about the law of this franchise, why well, yeah, wait, do you hate the just film to so catch, much? What, ca- catch the uh, listeners up as well. Um, like, what are the rules for vampires in this world? Like, uh, do they eat people? Like, I, not once did I see any of the vampires or drink their like, blood. Do you mean drink blood? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they they do, but like they don't have to kind of thing. And I think like the turning. People Sounds into vampires like a works the same big way. Plot hole, really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's explained in the original. It's been a long time since I watched these films, but um, yeah, I so- I know like the other rules are the same. Like they can't be in sunlight. They can turn into bats. They can hypnotize people. Um, but yeah, I don't know about the killing thing. And he can well, freeze time. Me. Yeah, he can yeah. freeze time. Wow. But then there was another bit when he should have frozen time and he didn't do it and he was still a monster. Like, There's a lot of times where things should have been done that way. Yep, riddle me that. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, but, Brendan, why did you hate this film so much? Uh, because the entire film was two things. It was transportation. So, where it's a, it's, fair enough, it's a road trip film, but mm-hmm. anything that was going on during the road trip had no, like, effect on, like, character development. There was, like, one minute of the fire, the the campfire scene. This movie could have been the start, the campfire scene, and the ending, and it would have taken... And if they took all the, like, crazy, dumb stuff out, it would have been three minutes long. (laughs) Okay, but I am going to challenge you there, because you know when... And Paul hasn't even done the plot yet, but... Anyway, um, uh, he'll have plenty of time to do the plot <laughs> when when Dracula and Johnny, Jimmy, Jim, yeah, Johnny, Johnny, yeah, um, are going through the jungle or whatever, and like mm-hmm. Dracula's like just getting all this human problems, like getting stung by mosquitoes and 
you know, just yeah. everything. Being exhausted and yeah, sunburned. Yeah, that really yeah. just reminds you of how, like, horrible it is to be a human being. So that <laughs> yeah. was important to the story. But that yeah. that's not the moral of the story, isn't like, ah, oh, I, I should It's about people changing. how hard it is to it be a human. It was telling their story. It was telling, it was saying that it's hard to be human. Yeah, it, it didn't need a, it didn't need to beat you over the head with it. It just showed you and, like, it trusted it your intelligence it, as a the, viewer. That's not the end of, that's not the, the moral they were trying to make at the end of the story. The end of the story was, this guy's an annoying piece of shit, but I should just treat him like a human being. That was, <laughs> that was the, the ending of the story. Yeah. And second of all, it, that, that's like me giving it the, like, the, the biggest charity of, of storyline. The actual storyline of this is just swoosh noises. It's <laughs> the entire movie is just people like moving their limbs at like frantic rates. That's this movie. That did feature heavily for sure. But you know what? Like nobody's asking me what I thought. So thanks for that, Brendan and, and Lucy. Because <laughs> um, I thought it was fun. I think this is a fun franchise. I can I imagine love. that I think it's one cute. to three might have been okay, but this one was I obviously. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. it like I said, it was a w- fresh concept for a swap, mm. and I can see why mm-hmm. kids would like it, but also I didn't think it looked like just, you know what, like Pixar and all of that, and it just it just wasn't. Mm. It didn't have that same magic, but it did have some fun moments. I will, I will say that. Yeah, I, I mean, I think... This is the weakest out of the four films, for sure. And I I don't think this is a franchise that needs to keep going. But I didn't have a bad time watching this. It never, like, outstayed its welcome. It's a brief 80 minutes. It's cute. It had some laughs. I thought the swapping aspect, if you look at it as a body swap film, um, I thought it mined some good, like, comedic gags out of the monsters turning into humans and the humans turning into monsters. I liked the whole like Frankenstein turning into a hot guy and being obsessed with himself and the invisible man um, being like the nerdy naked guy that <laughs> everyone's upset at for being naked the whole time. Mm-hmm. I um, also <laughs> read that diehard fans of this franchise were very angry to find out that he was an ugly, nerdy, fat guy because <laughs> yeah. they had written all this <laughs> fan fiction about him being like super hot. <laughs> Okay, and once again, we've stumbled into accidental, weird, like, fetish. Oh, I wasn't accidental. I looked up Transylvania, Transformania fan fiction slash (laughs) slash fiction, yeah. You would do that, and your browser history will never forget. I'm dedicated to this this show. (laughs) But the question is, was the orgasm really satisfying, Brendan? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Lucy's left the building. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Should I try to do a fl- the thirty second plot yep. summary? We're ready oh, yeah. to go. Yeah, I did watch this film like almost a week ago, so let's see if I can remember. Shit. Why? <laughs> try to make it harder. Um, I- do it. Do a handstand. <laughs> <laughs> it's great for a vis- I- visual gag for a- for an audio <laughs> podcast. Okay. Sorry. Go. Yeah. Ready? All right. Yep. Go. So Dracula is wanting to give his hotel to his daughter and his son-in-law, but then he starts freaking out because he thinks his son-in-law is a dickhead. So then he decides to take it back by um, telling the son-in-law a lie that he can only give the hotel to a monster. So then he finds a monster ray and shoots himself with it to turn himself into a monster. And then uh, all the other monsters in there accidentally drink water that's been shot by the ray and they all turn into humans. And then uh, Dracula and the son-in-law go on a road trip to find the crystal to fix the monster ray and turn back uh. <laughs> okay so dracula is a guy who that's like half your time don't go on there you need to- <laughs> I, know, I, I, I was i i i didn't do well but i mean i guess that we got right to the end and then they found the after lots of comic mishaps they find the crystal turn themselves back i love as well realizes yeah it's not like shrek where it's like oh you just are who you are it's like thank fuck we all needed to change back 
because being a human being is terrible? Is this what they're saying? Well, you know, they're not wrong. You know one of the Shrek movies is a body swap, so well, we're I, eventually going to have to do that. I completely wrote down in my, um, <laughs> in my notes, when are we going to be doing Shrek? Yeah, but like one Shrek 3, Puss in Boots and Donkey swap bodies. So it's like an actual body, like a genuine body swap. I also drew another parallel to Shrek because of the like love story that is between like a comically large animal and a, a smaller being, you know, like a donkey and the dragon. You were trying to work out how Andy Samberg as the dragon was going to have sex with the small vampire No, because the fan fiction already did that for us. But, um, <laughs> you know, I was just, you know, he's like, I've fixed all our problems. I'm like, uh, dude, you're a dragon? Like, how's this going to? Didn't even ask Mavis if, <laughs> yeah. if it would be cool. <laughs> it's like when, when in Splash at the end, Tom Hanks goes to live under the water and it's like, well, she's a mermaid now. So, like. How do you guys plan on doing anything? Yeah. <laughs> How are you going to breathe? <laughs> <laughs> um, so obviously this this has a giant cast, like Andy Sandberg, Selena Gomez, Catherine Hahn, Jim Gaffigan, Steve Buscemi, Molly Shannon, Keenan McKeon, Michael Key, uh, David Spade, <laughs> Fran Drescher. Um, do you think this film made good use of this giant cast? Not really. No. Well, I, I once again, I assume in one and three th- that they actually Have come more. into use, mm. but mm-hmm. they yeah. were just an like an extra like couple of scenes added to this boredom. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I I always like hearing Steve Buscemi's voice. So do I. But also, it, sometimes I was like, "Was that Steve Buscemi?" And then he wouldn't have a line for like. 20 more minutes. 20 minutes. That yeah. was the entire yeah. game for me was like, <laughs> whose voice am I listening to right now? Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I watched this movie with Adrian, some of it, and mm-hmm. I loved his commentary. He, when it was about him handing down the hotel, Adrian was like, mm-hmm. it's like succession, which <laughs> is funny to me. Oh, uh, you ruined Brendan's link. <laughs> and then it's also, um, Adrian picked that it was Selena Gomez's voice before I did. I was going, who is that? And Adrian was like, yeah. And he picked Selena Gomez. Adrian picked it before me. That is. Is that because of Only Matters in the Building? Or? That is amazing. Um, yeah. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> I also really like friend, hearing friend, Fran Drescher in things. We don't get enough Fran Drescher anymore, I feel. I know. Yeah, what's with that, eh? Like, is mm. she just. Is she just happy not to, to be acting anymore? Or? I think she had some big no, health she's, issues, she's, right? She beat cancer not that long ago and whatnot. Oh, for real? Yeah. Yeah, and she, she does do stuff. She probably was in just Broad stuff City, not, remember? Yeah, and she um, was in um, that gay Christmas movie, The Christmas Setup. Yeah. Uh, like last year, which was super cute. I watched that in my car. I watched that movie in my car in uh, line to get a COVID test at three in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> so, Merry Christmas, you, you, so does that mean you watch multiple gay Christmas yes, movies? Yes, because I did Single All the Way or but, whatever it was beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. that one was from the year before and I hadn't seen it. And then it was like, if you yeah. like this, you might like this. So, uh, yeah, it's a good little like midnight party for me. So, uh, did you try to show this film uh, to your son, Lucy? Uh, he was in the room for some of it. But he was more interested in eating his dinner than looking at the TV. See, that's that's just like a... That's exactly what I think of this film. It's constantly waving its arms at you, making swishy noises. And even a child can see through. <laughs> and tell um, me why. Why couldn't Mavis have just given the ray gun to someone who doesn't get burnt by, like, the sun? Why do they have to have some drawn out running scene where she's like hiding in the shadows of all these other people give it to erica she's actually van helsing's daughter and has like super skills in hunting like monsters come on i'm gonna be a grump this entire episode (laughs) (laughs) well i'm normally the grumpy one um and do you think that um nightmare before christmas walked so that this movie could run (laughs) oh yeah totally i mean Mm. 
that's like the I I feel like both of these films appeal to those like goths in training kind of <laughs> yeah. demographic. It's funny though. I watched um that the movies that made us thing about yeah. um Nightmare Before Christmas. Nightmare Before- and uh you know the way that they got the funding for it is they they animate or like whatever I don't I don't know exactly but they animated that first yeah. scene in the song and it was like mm-hmm. what's this and it was all fantastical and christmas and whatever and it was like yeah that's amazing that's great like make this movie and this is how much money you can have and then they put all the goth shit in it after like when they'd already <laughs> said yes because some of those characters are so scary looking and uh they were like if we go in with this they're never gonna say yes paul another question about the lore of this place um uh-huh. so all the zombies are they um h- how does he wrangle all these zombies to work his hotel um, well, I guess since they used to be human, he would probably still use his um, hypnotism powers on them. Ah, oh, so monsters that used to be human can still be hypnotized. Is that the? It, I mean, the show, the movies never established this. I'm just throwing a theory out there. Well, I just wanted to address the fact that we have one of the zombies return to uh, a human state when hit by the the monstification ray, and yeah. for a brief moment, like it was a good gag, but. I was also it was, horrified. I laughed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, so the so for the listeners at home, one of the zombie bellhops, bellboy, is, yeah. yeah, is turned into a, a human from its zombie form, and is like you know just so happy to be alive once more and yeah. have his life again, and then is instantly bitten by another zombie and returns back to zombie form, uh, <laughs> which is a great gag. But it also made me terrified that Dracula's entire like. You know, uh, Transylvanian yeah. hotel system is run by slaves. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really thrown off by Brenton, like being so prepared and so he's like he's got all these subplots. He's, you know, I was like, whoa, I haven't thought of that. <laughs> what? <laughs> but I think that's kind of the charm of the film, though. Like, is that like it? It, you know, it, probably not as much as what we'd want it to, but it isn't afraid to like sometimes dip into those darker themes i i think the originals more so this one is definitely much more sunny and bright but like the originals kind of deal with what it is to be a frankenstein and a mummy and that a bit more than what this one does but like i thought the zombie gag was really funny yeah i said it was funny i thought it was funny yeah i find it quite (laughs) surprising that Adam Sandler said, I'm not doing this movie. I think they probably couldn't afford him. <laughs> no, no. So what happened was, so I read I read this person surmise what their theory on this is. So mm-hmm. in 2011, Adam Sandler was still making all his movies with Sony Pictures, who made this film. Oh, and really? I couldn't tell by the amount of <laughs> shots of a mobile phone we got. Sorry. Anyway, <laughs> <go on. laughs> <laughs> um anyway so um kids and then, love like uh, <laughs> google maps right <laughs> <laughs> um so uh, uh 2011 uh the film jack and jill was released which was like fucking slammed and then that sony hack happened where all the executive emails yeah. were leaked and the executive was like, you know, Adam Sandler, Adam Sandler's films are an embarrassment to the company. Oh, all for real? Shit. And by the, at this point, he had already uh, like signed the contract to do three of these movies. Um, so he had he to free, do the first like, three. Yeah, and now he's he is exclusively making films for Netflix, so he doesn't need to like deal with the Sony people anymore. Like... I, I feel like he like he's a rich guy. Like yeah, I looked surely he just guess, pay the fine. Guess his um his net worth. Net worth. I would say five hundred million dollars. Well, four hundred and twenty, but yeah, pretty on the money. <laughs> Jesus <Yeah. Christ. laughs> I wanted you to be like thirty million, and me to be like more. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, there you go. But like, I can see why you know he obviously was a producer on the originals. He, I, I'm sure he would have, like, been creatively involved in the creation of this franchise. So he probably wanted to do them to one respect, but I think he got to the point where he's like, I've done three, I don't need to do any more now. 
see, I I think it might just be the Netflix thing, surely. Because imagine, imagine if something like that happened to like a friend of yours. Would you would you just go? Oh, that sucks, man. Like, oh, totally. Yeah, fuck them. Don't don't go and do another film for them after your contract's over. Um, I'm gonna still do it and get paid. Like, all your friends are still gonna work on this film. Surely, if you're like David Spade, <laughs> you're not like going. Oh, I need a paycheck. You're like, wait a second. Why would I do that? I've got this gravy train over here who keeps giving me work. <laughs> like, how's we're holding up? We're holding up Adam Sandler as like the moral fiber one of all this. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, if you're Rob Schneider, <laughs> you would do like whatever. Adam Sandler says, because how else are you going to get a job? This is true. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> but but also, I don't think Adam Sandler would have been like, oh, David Spade, please don't be in Tra- Hotel Transylvania 4. He just, I think he'd be so fucking chill about it. He'd be like, you can if you want. I don't care. I'm just going to be here like. Well, that's why I'm saying. I, mean, I, I, don't think, <laughs> I don't think it was because of something some exec said. I think it's just purely like, eh, they can't pay my check. I haven't heard that story, Paul. That's so juicy. Yeah. And also, I'm going to have nightmares about it for 10, 10 weeks. That's, I. It- yeah. Like thinking Amy about Pascal. what people are emailing about you. Yes, or- you, yes. You need <laughs> you need to read all the Sony hack emails. They are epic. They just roast. She everyone that's working for Sony. She just did the like roasted them all. Who in else? These emails. What are the top uh, ones? I, I I I can't remember. It's like huge people. She they, everyone got pissed off. As you say, uh, we did get a direct reference to one of our other movies in this film, Freaky Andy Tuesday. Freaky Friday, yeah. Freaky Tuesday. Yeah. yeah, he said uh, this is just like Freaky Friday, but on a Tuesday, which I appreciated. You- he, that's for the swap heads out there. That, yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> it's like they put it in just for us. For yeah. our demo. Because we're the only swap heads. Oh, yeah. no, they are out there. We have some listeners. They are out there. Yeah, some yeah. are writing slash fiction right now. <laughs> yeah, instead of writing reviews on iTunes and Spotify. No, all oh, our, like, nice. diehards have done it and then that's it. That, that's There's yeah. no more. The diehards <laughs> have done it and everyone else is a piece of shit. I was just going to ask, like, honest opinion, uh, mm-hmm. Johnny. Mm-hmm. You have a son, you have a daughter, mm-hmm. they bring home a significant other, and it's Johnny. And you have a business that you've built from the ground up. Would you hand the keys to that business over to Johnny? Oh, uh, fuck no. Like, he's, <laughs> he's an incompetent boob. <laughs> like, like, and the problem Why was is- he wearing that? a soccer jersey? Why was he wearing a soccer jersey at that a very formal event? event. <laughs> Because that's what he wore in the first movie, and they've never changed his costume. Wow, that's some. <laughs> but that, see, to me, wardrobe. that just spoke volumes of who he is. And I'm like, yeah. I know this guy, and I like, I can appreciate the good things about someone like Johnny. But at the end of the day, my son, <laughs> when they're, when they're born, <laughs> if they bring home Johnny, I'm sorry, I'm doing everything I can to to like detonate that relationship because bt dubs he, the more you do that the more your kid will dig yeah. their heels like in and, and yeah yeah no, dracula learned that firsthand he spent two movies trying to break them up it didn't work well i feel sorry for Mavis. <laughs> like if, if that's if that's why she's with him it makes sense because i can't see any reason she's much more of a competent person and this guy has no redeeming qualities well i just for think a relationship. maybe sometimes like mavis is like a very dark person and johnny's very light and they sort of balance each other out you <laughs> yeah. know every goth needs like a affable funny whatever needs a child yeah to raise <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we can really like force logic and real world like values into this. Uh... T- this movie's teaching terrible values. <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna do one of those like parent reviews, like talking about how this doesn't like reflect God's way? <laughs> My God, do you see the Disney ratings? It was like something like crude. Um, animated nudity or something like that. It was like, <laughs> yeah. Well, you see so lots of ass in this film. Like, I don't can't remember another animated, like children's animated film that you see this much ass in. Like this full on, full on. Like, there's a transition where the screen like joins in the middle to show you a butt. Mm. Like, I haven't even <laughs> seen that in a film before. <laughs> and the it's amount of times the Invisible Man was a fully erect was just <gasps> disgusting. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. And do all the other characters have to give him a blowjob at the same time? I know his penis is so huge, but, uh, like, was that necessary? <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> but, okay, so on to that. So we established that the Invisible Man has been naked for, the like, the last three movies and this one. And that no one realized because he was invisible. I have to say, I have um, no objections about this. It's solid logic. Okay, so if yeah, no one could see like, you, Brendan, you wouldn't be wearing clothes? No, as in, like, we only saw him <laughs> wearing glasses. It makes sense. Like, we can see the glasses on him. He was literally naked. It, that it, yeah. is it true. Yeah. I it it makes that. sense. It does make sense. But if you had a friend who was invisible, would you want him to be wearing clothes around you? Would well, that upset you? That's a good question. That that's why do we wear clothes? <laughs> um, I don't know about what I would want other people to be doing, but I know that if it was me, I'd still be fully clothed. There's no way. Um, I'd mm. like all my friends to be naked. I'd, <laughs> I'd like. To, I'm a curious man. Yeah, yeah. You like they're not even invisible, and in you request that they are anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, yeah, but I, I, I mean, if it was me personally, I would probably wear clothes sometimes because, like, you get cold, you know, there is a functionality of clothes. Yeah, that in is one useful. to three, where they like finding Sasquatch in the Himalayas or something, like, I, I just assume <laughs> <laughs> they never go to the Himalayas, but like in the third one, they're on a cruise ship, which I'm they guessing is chilly out there. Through, yeah. Like, yeah, at nighttime, like, I wouldn't want to just be naked all the time, but. You know, to each his own, I guess. Drag? You you look, uh, uh... You look terrible. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh, no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. He can't be. Wow, look at us, Drac. You're human and I'm a monster. It's like Freaky Friday, but on a Tuesday, though. So you heard what we thought of the movie, but how attractive did we find the cast? (laughs) Now it's time for Hot or Not. Take it away, Brendan. Oh, uh, I'm going to do it. In Dracula, do it. Dracula style. voice. Oh wait, am I doing? Am I doing the Dracula from this movie, or am I doing like a terrible like? Do you the Dracula that is someone doing Adam Sandler's voice? So it's like an impression of an impression of an impression. Hey, hey, okay. <laughs> oh, is a or cute? Tell me <laughs> that was actually pretty Everybody good. Everybody is really went um, for it. That was something else. That that was actually I I'm impressed, Brendan. That and you did all the squishy definite, noises at the end. That's yeah. very impressive. Cherry on top. It's getting yeah. definite Adam Sandler from that. All right, so um, our favorite rating the hotness of animated characters. <laughs> um, yeah, because I can so, be really mean. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> so, Selena Gomez as Mavis, the goth daughter of Dracula. She was hot. She had a little Betty Page fringe and she had like cool goth thing going on. And I love Selena. Yeah. So, she gets a hot from me. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. She was cute. Like, little frumpy could. You know, mix it up, sundress or something, but you know, <laughs> sundress. Frumpy? What does that mean? <laughs> she just I was often wearing like just all black, and it was it That's wasn't like it was done like, in a very chic or anything. Frumpy means like fat and dowdy. Like that's she wasn't fat. Stop. <laughs> Fat shaming <laughs> Selena Gomez's animated form, Brendan. <laughs> I, I thought um, frumpy meant like you were like dressing very plainly and like 
No, front page. Like, so it means like dowdy. really unflattering. It means like, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. She had a figure and she wasn't showing it off. That's what I was saying. Well, she's allowed to choose <laughs> however she expresses. <laughs> Some people feel liberated by covering up and others feel liberated by taking things off. Like the Even naked man. fictional <laughs> animated vampires. <laughs> I can't believe we're like um, trying right. to put morality into this. <laughs> So, um, Andy Samberg as Johnny. Look, I love uh, Andy. He, it like his like silliness shone through. I'm here for it. He can he can get it. I guess. What is life yeah. when you have to do this anyway? But Johnny, <laughs> we're not talking about Andy Samberg. We're talking about Johnny. But he just had the same yeah, vibe. Yeah, but he, his vibe was very Andy Samberg. Like, but like up to eleven. Like, if Andy Samberg was like a was whole bunch of coke. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I mean, like you know, if I guess if you kind of have to imagine Johnny as a human being in the real world, would he be attractive? Yeah, I guess he's got like that kind of blonde, shaggy hair thing going. He's like a Labrador. He was fit. And, he was yeah. dumb. You love that. Yeah, he's dumb. I do like dumb guys. <laughs> so um, yeah, I'm gonna give him a heart. Nah, he's wearing like a soccer jersey with a a jacket and shorts. That's 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 enough. That's enough said. David Spade as Griffin, the Invisible Man. Now that we finally get to see what he looks like, <laughs> I like these glasses. <laughs> they were great glasses. I think if I wore glasses, I'd wear those glasses. Mm. And that's all I've yeah, got they to are, say. Have you ever worn glasses like glasses. that, Paul? Uh, yeah, I've got I've got a pair. There you go. Um. Yeah, I think he is not attractive in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> you said it for all of us. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, but, yeah, he's a not. Well, we got a really good look at his butt. What about purely his butt? <laughs> Wasn't the greatest butt, to be honest. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there was it was it, not a speck of hair on that thing. I'm sure he gets lasered or something. I don't know how that works with the uh, invisibility, like how that technology would work. But um, all right, so Brian Hull as Dracula, formerly Adam Sandler as Dracula. I want to. I'm interested. At least he's really <laughs> contemplating that for a sec. He wasn't very nice. Well, he's Dracula. Yeah, it's not. It's not his number one trait. Nice. nice. <laughs> no. Yeah, but um, vampires like. The general lore of them is some someone like dark, mysterious, oozing like a sexual energy and stuff. And that, he that's didn't not have this that guy. vibe. No. Yeah. Well, as a vampire, he you know he's pretty suave. He's got good figure on him. Nice head of hair. Ah, Paul's coming around. It's all about the Dracula D. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd fuck Dracula in Hotel Transylvania. <laughs> Transformania. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh no! Okay, so I'm gonna gi- I'm gonna start uh, the next one by saying I actually thought this guy was hot, which was <laughs> Frankenstein. Um, <laughs> Steve Buscemi as Wayne. Oh, wolf- interesting. Wolf- as the Wolfman when he turns into a human. He loved bears. W- he was hairy. I would totally go there. He had a nice beard. He was hot. Yeah, I can see that. He kind of had a lumberjack thing going on, I guess. Really? I thought he yeah. had like a bit of a schlub hunched over kind of like As as a wolf, no. But when he turned into a human, like his posture was corrected a bit. Um <laughs> I'd He go reminded there. me of um that guy with the beard from uh that thing. The mirror, you? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's finish on off with a strong one. Fran Drescher as Eunice, Frankenstein's wife. <laughs> yeah, loved her. Little she like was loved the outfits, the sass. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. She definitely had Dom Top energy. So But what I'm about um what about Dracula's <laughs> wife? Oh um Erica. Erica, played yeah, by George. Catherine Hahn. Yeah. Yeah, 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 beautiful. She reminded beautiful me of woman. you know the chick who did like Bride of Chucky's voice? Jennifer oh, Tilly. Jennifer Tilly. Yeah. She reminded I didn't me. I get of that her. vibes. I got the vibe she would ride a horse, and that's hot. (laughs) What the fuck? All right. (laughs) We need to end on that.
That's the weirdest thing you've ever said. <laughs> Lucy's camera is shaking. I don't know why I think that's so funny. <laughs> just the air of being able to ride a horse is hot. <laughs> like if I just came in in some like equestrian gear, you'd be like, oh, Lucy looks like she could ride a horse. Ooh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think you might need to unpack um, that. There's, it feels like there's some weird shit in that. Some equus. <laughs> Sign me up for teeth like these and seven eyes and laser vision. Oh, it doesn't work that way. Who knows what sort of hideous beast you'll become. So let's find out. Don't worry, Mavis. This is going to fix everything. Lay it on me, bro! Now it's time for Opinion Swap, where we find some entertaining reviews of Hotel Transylvania Transformania from across the interwebs. There's quite a few, actually, today. The fan, fi- the fan fiction authors are out in full force. Yeah, I'm just going to, instead of the normal segment, I'll be re- just reading out a fan fiction. I no. wish you would. All right. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right, so this one's from Loams on Letterboxd. It gives it half a star. And they say, I'm still waiting for Johnny's inevitable struggle with his mortality and the realization that his wife and child will outlive him. <laughs> Dark. That's like. Yeah, and I was thinking that, like, he's. He, like, is she eventually just going to turn him into a vampire or, um, like, are they just going to let him die before everyone else? Or? Yeah, that's what has to happen in Twilight. It's very intense, you know? Bella's struggle. Mm. Yeah. But, mm. well, like, <laughs> surely you can make that, that decision together, right? Nah, that's not how this franchise works. If oh, he okay. wants to become a monster, he just does it without asking her. And if she's going to, like, <laughs> make yep. him a soulless vampire, she'll just do that. Okay. Like right, yeah, um, that's that that's a like I know they're making a funny joke, but that's like the most compelling, interesting thing about <laughs> this um, movie. <laughs> <laughs> this one's from Shivani 6 and they say there was a third one. <laughs> <laughs> this one's from Blake Mauer, and he says Adam Sandler won't come back for something stupid. This world we live in makes less and less sense every day I go on. Yeah, because you just think, like, if you made Jack and Jill, like, what? Or, like, any of the Netflix films he's done, like, bar, like, Uncut Gems, have all been, like, fucking trash. But he loves the brat. Like, <laughs> maybe, maybe he's just, you know, growing up. Or maybe so his kids Blake- have grown up and he doesn't give a shit because he's like, why would I be in a film if my kids can't laugh at it? So... Blake Mauer loved the film so much he gave it two reviews. So this is his other review. <laughs> and he said, nope, not canon. The Invisible Man is hot and this movie is lying to me. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. <laughs> They're out there. Uh, Jay Wood uh, says, this was free on Amazon Prime. That's it. That's the review. <laughs> And that was five stars? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't give it a star rating. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> um, I appreciate free figs. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Amazon Prime, what is their fucking deal? It Like, I don't understand that channel. Some things cost money, some things don't. Like, it's, come on, Bezos. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a pretty straightforward <laughs> plan. Good things cost money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, uh, right, so, you know the Bo Burnham special? He's got that song about Jeffrey Bezos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would sing it so much that my son, like, started to know it. This is, like, before he could even talk heaps or anything <laughs> like that. And he would sing, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Bezos. I was like, I think I need to be singing some <laughs> other. <laughs> Goes to childcare. They're like, "What's going Jeffrey on?" Jeffrey Bezos <laughs> singing about like the Overlord. Oh, very funny. Uh, this one's from It's Kyle on Letterboxd. He gives it three stars, and they say the amount of ass I saw from the Invisible Man was pretty inspiring. Currently, the best movie of the year. Six out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we got um, a fan. Yeah, and finally, uh, we have one from Olivia. He gives it two stars. And she says, can we stop making these? Please, please, please. Everyone is telling you to stop making them. Please stop. (laughs) People are begging you to stop. (laughs) Oh, boy. Stop watching them. This is the problem. (laughs) Everyone's like, oh, tired of Marvel films. And then everyone goes and sees them. This is the problem. (laughs) 
Sorry. I'm well, why did you watch it, Brendan? Sorry? Why did you watch it, Brendan? <laughs> uh, I watched it illegally, so... <laughs> <laughs> watch what? This? <laughs> he has Amazon Prime, but he still pirated it. So <laughs> 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 Just to make sure the algorithm doesn't... <laughs> Here, try this. Seriously? I look ridiculous. Keep your shirt on, pal. We've seen more than enough of you. Me, on the other hand, easy on the eyes. Ugh, please. Let's get to tenuous recommendations where we each recommend a piece of media that is linked to today's movie in some way. And a reminder, if you ever want to see the list of all the recommendations we have made on the show, head over to our letterbox page, which is linked on our website. Brendan assures us that he's actually prepared his tenuous recommendation before we recorded so he could go first this week because it's a very rare occurrence. You know what's hilarious? I had mine oh. at the No, at the at the at the start of the of, uh, sorry, at the end of the last episode. Mm. Like I immediately was like that's what it is. And then today, when I was preparing for the podcast, I was like, oh, what was it? I can't remember. And so I went and listened back to like what Paul was saying that sparked, and it didn't come to me. Oh, no. That's terrible. <laughs> so I think there's an even better one out there, but I'm going to do a very professional one where yeah. I'm my link, my tenuous link is Adam Sandler mm-hmm. and precious stones and i'm doing uncut gems which paul has already mentioned but i'm doing it anyway so that's my tenuous link have you guys watched it no i have you haven't watched it lucy oh my god so like two different people have been like lucy you won't be able to handle how stressful this movie is and you know when you're a parent you get to the end of a long day and you've like done all the chores and whatever and you're like ah let's put something on all i can hear is it ringing in my head of people being like you won't be able to handle this movie lucy it will give you a panic attack (laughs) um so that's why you watch it i am keen to see it and especially i love when adam sandler like really goes hard um but yeah not yet Hmm. well Yes, I. You're gonna force me to do it, it. now? <laughs> no, no, I, I don't know. Like, yeah, I guess my life's really good and easy, oh, and <laughs> and so like having a like really tense moment is like uh, like sort of like a just some fun, you know? It's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but weirdly, like, I'll watch, like, any true crime documentary or listen to a podcast about horrific things and, like, that's relaxing? I don't know. What is that? <laughs> Let's not unpack that, it. That's because it, like, it fra- like it's like, yes, everything's around the world. It's horrible and scary. Like, it, like, yeah. makes you, like, grounded in reality. And that's yeah. comforting. Yeah. Anyway, Uncle Jebs is a movie <laughs> about Adam Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> as a as a gems dealer and he uh gets his hands on a, an amazing beautiful unique rare gem and he <laughs> lends it to someone oh my God. and the entire film from there is about him trying to get his gem back and the lengths of his own like destructiveness that lead him on this you know, interesting. Uh, wow, it really path. just is this movie, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Except yeah. the missing piece being there's no end of <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, The Weeknd is in this film as well. Rare film appearance from The Weeknd. So if you're a Weeknd fan, you'll appreciate that. Not so much. Wait, <laughs> Wait um, the, what do you mean by The Weeknd's in this film? Like. You know, like Saturday and Sunday? Like Monday and Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's set on Sunday. That's what I'm talking about, Brendan. Anyway. <laughs> I, love a, I love a good weekend movie. <laughs> I also think that there's a chance that Brendan might not know who The weekend is, so maybe, like, you need to Oh, like, as in, like, and you know she'd be... Yeah, okay. What's that song? <laughs> Sorry? Uh, I can't I feel can't my feel face because that's like the only song I would know. I assume what? he's and still you know she'd be. Music. What was? What were you singing? And I know she'll be the be death, the death of, me. of me. At yes. least we'll both be young. Yeah. No. 
Anyway, Lucy, what's yours? Good recommendation, Brendan. Yeah, well Thank done. You. You've understood yeah. the assignment. So I'm going pretty basic this time, and I'm doing yeah. Only Murders in the Building. Oh, awesome. Did you watch That's it, Brendan? Basic. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did as well. Um, I just, I really liked the pairing of Selena Gomez and Steve Martin and Martin Short. I just thought mm-hmm. that was a lot of fun and I love me some crime podcasts, like, and you know, I love when it's funny, but actually genuinely like, Ooh, what's going to happen? Uh, and yeah. I have a lot of fun with it and you know, there's a bit of Tina Fey in the mix and good for them. Yeah. I, like, I love that show. I thought it was so yeah. fun. I'm not like, a, like I didn't. Love it. but i like there's something about a whodunit is just enjoyable yeah. like mm. and it's just something that feels like should there should be more whodunit but this this one was good fun so mm. I, I i agree yeah I approve um i'm also <laughs> gonna do an honorable mention to i just love Catherine. Han, is that that's her yeah. name? I, yeah, she's just so great. She's like booked mm-hmm. and blessed. She's like in so much good stuff. Yeah, yeah, good for her. Uh, so my uh, link is also Selena Gomez because, of course, it would have to be. Um, I've I've been a Selena stan for many years. <laughs> I had uh, tickets to see her in concert, but unfortunately, she had um, major health issues and had to cancel her Australian tour. So hopefully, she'll come back at some point because I would love to see her in concert and i'd love i was thinking about like recommending all her songs and then making brendan listen to them all in another episode but i thought that's a bit mean (laughs) um even though they all are all great and i should have really done (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) um so i am going to recommend her 2011 teen romantic comedy monte carlo have either of you seen this no yeah, of course not. Yeah, so this is a super fun um, film that she did. Uh, it's her and Leighton Meester from Gossip Girl mm. and Corey Monteith from Glee, R.I.P. And wow, um, you yeah. have to give this to me. Yeah. Um, so it, I, I remember when it came out, I was like, oh, they've just remade the Lizzie McGuire movie again because um, it's about uh, Selena Gomez is on like summer vacation with her two friends in Paris and then um, finds that she is the exact um, doppelganger for this British heiress and then decides to take her place, um, the British heiress's place, and then um, gets swept away to Monte Carlo where she meets a cute boy over there and has a whole bunch of misadventures. Don't you mean and- Montanaro and it's actually yeah. Vanessa Hutchinson and that's <laughs> Princess Switch? I was actually, because I was re-watching the trailer for it today and I was like, hey, wait a second. <laughs> so this this ripped off Lizzie McGuire movie and then Princess Switch ripped off this movie. And it's Lizzie McGuire of ripped it off for something else. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, the circle Taylor's of um, time. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it's a story that works every time. Um, this film is super fun. Um, it's shot on location in Paris and Monte Carlo and the film, um, was shot on film and looks really beautiful. And, um, it features the classic song, Selena Gomez song, Who Says, um, which is one of her like inspirational power ballads. And you're going to sing us a little bit now. Yeah. Who said, who said you're not perfect? Who said you're not worth it? Very um, so, nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Monte Carlo. Amazing. When we get to one of our tenuous episodes, like, I'm so worried. <laughs> Paul's got so many bullets in the chamber for me. I mean, he's got a lot of bullets in the chamber for both of us, but that I will watch the shit out of that movie. <laughs> I don't even need to be forced. But you know, but I think Paul's Brendan not going to give you something me. you like. Brendan should force me to watch Uncut Gems. It's like I need a reason, but it's like I, ha- I can't choose. It's like I have yeah. to watch it, and then I'll actually, it'll get me over the line. Ah! What's this, you guys? Oh, I'm balding? All right, so if you head over to our website, you'll see that each of us has ranked every body swap film we have reviewed on the podcast. So my question is, where are we all going to put Hotel Transylvania Transformania on our lists? All right, I am going to put it in between birth and the swap because I feel like- That's pretty low, right? Oh, wait, Uh... no, you gave- Birth, uh, uh, like a higher rating, didn't you? Yeah, so it's it's about halfway down the list. 
Um, I like the idea of birth being followed up by Hotel Transylvania. <laughs> Transformania. <laughs> it just feels right, you know? Um, I'm going to put it in between 18 again and it's a boy-girl thing. Cool. Is that Where's that? Just below halfway. <laughs> really? I'm, I'm so surprised, Lucy. <laughs> I Like, Paul, I understand, but I'm disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't a dig at Lucy as much as a dig at Paul. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm putting it but, um, under... Dr. Jekyll and Sister Hyde, under possession, under my dog, my brother the pig, under the shaggy dog, and just above heaven can wait, because that's where this movie belongs. Look, at least it's not completely at the bottom. I love that you had to name like multiple films that it was below, (laughs) not just like actually where it is. You were like, it was worse than this and this and this and that. And here it is. Like, I can understand why it's worse than My Brother the Pig. There was no hair machine dance. But I was just about to say, any time, like, I hear that movie title, I'm just instantly transported to that scene. (laughs) Here we go. Here we go now. I love because it took me, when we were watching, I was like, this is for... And it's like, soon as I'm thinking it, Paul's like, is this hair machine? Oh, God, it was so good. Did we ever put that song up on the socials? We should do that. I think we did. We did. So, next episode, uh, what are you guys feeling? Like, what would you, what, in best case scenario, what would you guys want? Okay. You know, I've really been thinking about this a lot because sometimes uh-huh. I feel like I, you guys are going to kick me out of this podcast because I'm such <laughs> a negative Nancy and I'm just like, I hate this movie <laughs> all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? What to me, I can remember just being so happy when we watched Virtual Sexuality. It was just like stupid and fluff and not boring. And I remember saying, that's a swap movie, baby, when we watched it. Like, I want a movie like that. I want some kind of 90s, like, thing that we all saw at the video store, but we never hired it. But it, it was actually a great swap movie. Okay. Go on. What have we got? Uh, uh, and Brendan, what, what, do you, what, what do you want? I want like a free card Monty kind of swap where like you don't know who's in whose body until the very end. Can you give me something like that? No. Um, so <laughs> what I'm hearing is that you guys want another Australian body swap. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, sure. So we're going to be doing uh, the 2014 comedy The Heckler. Starring Simon Mallory, and uh, this I don't know. And uh, <laughs> the plot of this film is a self-obsessed comedian on the fast track to fame has his body hijacked by the spirit of a jealous heckler and must find a way to reclaim it before the imposter ruins his career forever. Heckler swap, okay. Yeah, and I, this is from the producers of Cracker Jack, according to the tra- trailer. So that movie yeah. about lawn bowls? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, th- this one's free to watch on Amazon Prime, which we've established is the key to a quality Jeffrey, film. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Bezos. <laughs> um, Does so, it have uh, Mick Malloy in it? I don't think so. It will definitely have Vince Colosimo in it because he is in everything <laughs> Australian, either that or a Lapalia. Yeah. I love because every one of our listeners is feeling like how I feel every time you guys mention anyone. <laughs> They're like, Vince Colosimo? <laughs> well, if you saw this guy, you would know who he was. Yeah. No, they won't because they're all like watching American stuff. All right. So that's what we have to look forward to. Um, oh, it's got oh, it's got Emily Tahini in it. Yum, yeah, I love Tahini. <laughs> <laughs> It's a very important ingredient in hummus. Yeah, I agree. All right. So, until next time, don't be a piece of shit on the (laughs) ground, DPW, and review us on iTunes or Spotify. And I repeat, Spotify now has star ratings. If you listen to us on Spotify, just fucking rate us. That's all. I'm not even asking for a fucking written review. Just fucking go on Spotify, give us five stars, and then get on with your fucking day.
Yeah, it's I, not hard to do. I went yeah. on to Spotify, gave us three and a half. It's <laughs> just really not a fan of the podcast at all. <laughs> yeah. I think it's got a real potential. Uh, yeah. One one out of three hosts, <laughs> great. <laughs> I'm just more um, into cool podcasts like um, Joe Rogan and yeah. yeah. <laughs> Should we uh, remove our podcast off of uh, Spotify and <laughs> sorry, it's solidarity with Neil York and Joni Mitchell? Yes, and- we should. No, we shouldn't. We need every listener we can get. <laughs> we should support Joe Rogan so we get his audience. Take that back. I'm going to fucking flip the table. <laughs> Do you think it guessed? Um, I was Paul Mitzi. And I'm not Wait, on this podcast great, anymore a, because of this ethical dilemma. I want to know if Joe Rogan was willing to come on the podcast, like, would you have him on? No. What happens if we, uh, like, just criticize him the whole time? Yeah, you could. Or you could do that. we would do a great photo op where I did some Grace Tame side eye at him, a la <laughs> yeah. Scott Morrison and uh, Australian of the Year. And uh, I think Brendan, again, doesn't know what we're talking about. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Oh, look at you knowing people's names. Do you know my sister listened to the last episode and she was like, God, you're so mean to Brendan Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, say your things. I was Lucy oh. Thomas. And I'm quitting the podcast uh, if Joe Rogan is involved in any way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Brendan Levi. I'm using my close friend Joe Rogan's <laughs> sign off here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you. Bye. Bye. See you. Bye. The Swellcast podcast is recorded in Adelaide, Australia. It's hosted by Paul Mitzi and edited by Brendan Levi and Paul Mitzi. Our theme song was written and performed by John Marco of Two Creative, featuring Lucy Thomas, and recorded at Browntown Studios. Our music bumpers were created by Reggie Parker. Contact him on parkerregmusic at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.